Grand Rising, this is Lauren with the Mindful Business Life Podcast, coming to you with the artist way every day. And as always, I have the amazing Jim Dukes from the Charlotte Art League. Jim, good morning. Good morning, good morning. So we always read a segment and then give our little personal or professional background on how the segment resonates with us and any advice we can give you to make life better. So we're reading February 10th. All of us are creative. Some of us get the mirroring to know we are creative, but few of us get the mirroring to know how creative. What most of us get is the worried advice that we are thinking about a life in the arts. We'd better plan to have something to fall back on. Would they tell us that if we expressed an interest in banking? It could be argued that as people and as artists, we are what we are. However, we also become ourselves, all of ourselves, by having the largeness mirrored back to us. Too often we lack such mirrors. No magic wand taps our life to make us into what we dream. So I definitely um, feel into that. Like I never thought I was an artist. And then um, people started going, your websites are art. And um, then I started receiving that and um, believing that. And what I've noticed is that um, almost like now I'm getting into the pottery. And last Mm -hmm. night um, I made myself a little Pikachu out of the clay, dry clay, (laughs) the the air drying clay that I have. And and I'll probably make a few more Pikachus. Um, But but I think um, that mirror, right, the people... Uh reminding me helped broaden my awareness and it's made me feel feel more comfortable with myself and the fact that I am an artist and now I'm starting to do more creative projects mm-hmm. and I've always done creative projects you know I've gone to sip and paints and you know um, I've hosted my own yoga full moon painting classes and um, there's been moments, but I guess if you, when I was in college, I studied engineering and my professor mm-hmm. would say, please go take an art class. <laughs> right. so, so like that moment I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm definitely, not. I can draw a circle. I can draw a straight line, but the depth, the shading, uh, my life needs some work on. So <laughs> I did the I same in- thing in, in engineering school too is um but i took philosophy classes mm. and that w- that allowed me to think or see different perspectives mm. i guess and, and from from the rigid structure of engineering and but i think mirror the mirroring is um can come in can be helpful if you find the right mentor and I think when I think mirroring, I think mentoring because if yeah, just your general people, um, friends, family, 
people you run into, they're not going to be as supportive. Um, I mean, they will be, but if you have a great mentor that can help guide you through the um, doubt and help provide you with the um, some tools that they've learned to get them through the um, the self doubt and that feeling that you've got to um, it's a side business being an artist. Um, mm-hmm. I know, right? I know here in Charlotte and and with the Art League and other nonprofits that we collaborate with, we try to um, help teach artists the you know the business of art and looking at. Um, um, you know, some hard truths about art is that it's not given the, the market that we're in. Um, and, and, you know, if you're a painter or whatever, you've got to turn out a lot of, you've got to turn out a lot of sales to make a living and support yourself um, strictly through art. So it's about diversifying your portfolio, make, being an artist. I mean, you've got a million things going on but also being an artist and working on um, that part of the passion in your life and not abandoning that because you're never going to quote unquote make it as an artist. Um, But if you look at your income streams, like you would uh, a portfolio, um, then you just, um, you just have multiple income streams and they could be all centered around the arts. Mm-hmm. Did I just I put you to sleep? No, no, no. I had to clear my throat. I was like, mm. um, I so the other yesterday, like after the cybersecurity event I was at, I had to uh I wanted to introduce some friends and I made the comment that um everything that I love, I, I I'm lucky that I make money off of it. Everything, all a lot of my passions. Um, the things that I most enjoy, I also am able to make money off of it. And I really like that kind of thing that you just said, like that multiple streams. Uh, that's my art, you know, the teaching yoga, the doing sound healing, the uh, graphic design. I am art. My mm-hmm. life has become this art of living. Mm-hmm. And yeah. in turn, that art of living has also brought me financial abundance in ways. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And I think what do you, what, when people look at their art, what are the, and the success, how do, how are they determining their success Mm. in art? And then who are they comparing themselves to? Um, Are you comparing yourselves to um, an artist from a hundred years ago where, (laughs) you know, it was pretty easy to just hide away and make art and um, be, you know, part of a movement or are you, living in the now and doing your thing and not focusing on what others are doing, but doing just doing you and making your art and, and making a living. Yeah, that's been, so hitting some key conversations I've had this week, just like what determines success for you. And mm-hmm. for me, I know what determines success is when I'm helping others and they're happy. Um, when my soul feels satisfied, satisfied, um, when there's a little bit of money in my account, you know, I've saved maybe five bucks this week, right? For me, it's mm-hmm. a lot of times a little wins, but, um, I definitely measure success differently. And I think it's very valuable that like we learn that, 
success has to be measured in our own way and not mm-hmm. comparing it to someone else um, some or society's ideals of what success looks like by having a boat and a $2 billion house and right. Like success can, the smaller the success, like the more success, success you'll end up having. I feel like, because that little bit grows into a lot of bit and then everything becomes successful in your life. Well, and I think too, as artists, we need to be together and, and we look at um, the mirroring going back to that. It's a very important word here. That's really cool. But if we would get into this comparison thing of, oh, this person had this exhibit or this person sold X many pieces, um, and then that builds resentment, which then can poison your art and drive wedges between um, us as artists. And I think if we just look at the community as a whole and if artists as a whole are being successful, then kind of we're all being successful. Mm-hmm because it's going to elevate everybody and if this area is is create is 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 putting out creative work and coming together as um in a unified artistic body then um people from the outside will notice outside this area and inside the area um and um, start taking notice of all the creative work. And then you've got to tap into your style and you, you, who you are and your art and get it out there the best way it can. I think you touch on such a valuable point, which is as artists, which we all are artists in our own ways, um, you know, we're constantly comparing ourselves to others and our success and our life. And um, kind of just going back to what I said, that measurability needs to be uh, independent of the world, independent of the people around you. Um, And then it's like you said, uh, that leaning into others, right? Like, finding excitement for their successes and instead of like um and being envy or uh sour post because ultimately like you're not having that success there um or you don't feel like you're having success because they sold more paintings or they're doing more in life like that doesn't make you any less of an artist of a human being it it makes us equal it makes us able to experience things And I work with a lot of people who are doing amazing things, you know, getting degrees or getting certifications in spaces that I would love to be, but I can't do everything. I can't have Mm -hmm. it all. And so even today, I, this morning, I had a potential coaching client say, Hey, I want to do some sessions, but I want to do them after my Ayurveda while in yoga, I'm, I've been through Ayurveda practices. I'm not certified in Ayurveda, but it's such a really interesting uh, teaching. But all I could think is, I, well, I said it to her too, but you know, I'm just so excited. And in my heart, I was like, Oh, I can't wait to learn from her. I can't wait Mm -hmm. to spend quality time with her and get to know more about this practice that I I do know very little about. And Mm -hmm. I think if we start going like, what, what can we learn then from these people? So that Mm -hmm. way the collaboration piece becomes more like wholehearted. Mm -hmm. I had a bad experience this past weekend and I think it was because 
one, they were, they were intimidated by me for whatever reason, um, definitely got a little ganged up on. And I think it was a fear of my own personal power. Right. And so instead of saying, you know, what can I learn from you? How can we work together? It didn't become that. It became kind of like a witch hunt almost is what it felt like. Mm -hmm. So learning to just receive people and realize we all have something to offer, right? And we don't have to do it all. I do a lot, but just like my friend said yesterday, I missed a networking event because I was this, I was at the cybersecurity conference all day. She's like, we can't do it all. And I was like, damn, no, don't tell me that. But she, yes, I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And and supporting everybody, like you're saying, comes from one, I, th- I feel like one area. And, and that's burying that ego. And turning, you know, just as much as it hurts and as much as it's bitter, you know, you got to let go of your ego and just be supportive of everybody else. Definitely. And the ego, I want to remind people because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you can't have ego. Ego is there to help put you in your place. Ego is extremely important. It's that it's that kick in the butt of going, this is where you need to do work. And so we're not saying that, you know, we've got to completely destroy the ego like uh, society likes to do with its spiritual practice. We're saying that the ego opens a door for self-reflection, mm-hmm. uh, for self-correction. I was telling someone the other day, a lot of the points you're touching on, I've literally just had conversations around, but I was like, man, I just love the correction and reflection that I have when I find myself drifting into a space of like ego right or you know uh so um don't think you have to kill the ego you have to learn to work with it and then go you know what is triggering me and why is it triggering me and then work on catching yourself when you start to feel those triggers but people I mean, we should be working together. We should be appreciating each other. You know, this world was created so we could learn to love, love all the things and all the people in it and the experiences, no matter how good or bad, everything Mm -hmm. has so much value. Everything here is art. Everything on this planet is art. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you really stop and look at it. And so, yeah, I love, uh, I love that. (laughs) Yep. From cells up to bridges. It's all art. It's all art. Um, So um, I think it's just a big thing. Um, There's no magic wand that taps our life to make us into what we dream. And, um, the only one that I know of that you can tap is into yourself and into those around you. And so I just want to remind you that when you feel the drive or you're feeling the lack of drive to lean into yourself and lead into your community to achieve your dreams and to find peace in your life, Jim, you got anything else for us today? No, you got to. Yeah, no, I, I'd say also as you're as you're leaning into the people in your life, find that really good mentor mm-hmm. that is going to be your consistent cheerleader um, and learn from that person. Because as as you grow as an artist, you you get the opportunity to be somebody else's cheerleader. And um, and so it's I think it's it's a good thing to um, 
to have that pass that skill along. I love that. Thank you for the reminder. I was uh, real fast talking to my friend. Uh, I brought he had brought up Alan Watts. I was like, man, Alan Watts was my guru back in back in the day, and mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I don't really have a lot of mentors, so um, I feel like that's definitely a call for me to look into that space of who can I connect with. So thank you for that gentle reminder, Jim. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, um, we will see you next Friday, but there are six segments in between that. Uh, so make sure you check out my podcast, the mindful business life, and then you can catch Jim at the Charlotte art league. Jim, do you have any, uh, you have an exhibit tonight opening? Yeah, we do. We have an exhibit opening tonight and two large solo shows in the exhibit hall. So, um, yeah. And then later on in the month we have, um, we've got a lot of other things coming up, but, um, the end of the month, we've got this, um, the Dominican Republic Independence Day Festival, which is going to be awesome. Well, thanks for sharing. And you can always check out their website or you can just stop on by. Guys, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Have a good weekend. Bye.